Hello, and welcome to the Elevate You podcast, your weekly dose of mindset, personal development, success, business, and all things elevating your life. I am your host, M, a two-time psychology degree graduate, mindset junkie, and business owner, also known as your no BS guide to elevating your mindset and helping you to take bold action towards your dream life. I'm a corporate dropout turned business owner, and I attribute my success to one thing, my mindset. With my unique merging of psychology, mindset, and business strategy, I believe that creating the life you want is all about asking yourself the right questions. And so I am here to help you think deeper and remove your fear so you can go after all the things you want in life. If you're ready to seriously elevate your mindset and transform your life, turn the volume up and let's begin. Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. Today, we are going to be diving into how to set your monthly goals. It is now April. It is the fourth month into the year. The year is flying by, and I think now is a great time to start looking at what your goals are. And if you haven't even set any goals for the year, now will be a great time to begin setting them. But if you haven't reflected on your goals so far this year, now is the perfect opportunity to do so. And I'm going to share with you my method to how to set my goals every month and how to set your goals for ultimate success in the long term. We set our monthly goals with the intention of them helping us reach our larger goals. So when we set a monthly goal, it tends to be because that is a stepping stone towards an even larger goal. So for financial goals, we might want to save $10,000 in the next six months. But if we have a monthly goal of, okay, that means I need to save, let's say $2,000 this month, that $2,000 goal for this month is the step towards achieving that larger six month goal of saving $10,000. So having your monthly goals really clear is really important because it's going to pave the way for you to achieve your larger goals. I used to never set goals when I was younger and even up until maybe two years ago, I didn't set goals because I kind of just lived life on the fly. I just let life happen to me. I wasn't really in control of my life and I was very much so a victim of circumstance. And a great thing that I began doing when I wanted to take back my power and my control over my life was setting goals around the things that I wanted to do, whether it be something simple as exercise, whether it be saving money, whether it be a job change, a career change, setting goals around those things in my life enabled me to have a lot more control around everything that was going on in my life. It felt like I had the power to kind of step forward and take action on those goals because I knew exactly what I needed to do each month to achieve that goal. So when it came to me having a career change, I obviously had a goal around career change. I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like, but I knew that each month I needed to make some effort towards that. And each month did look different because the end goal wasn't exactly super clear, but even just having somewhat of a bit of a goal around, okay, I know I want a career change. 
each month. That means, you know, in the first month, I'm going to start looking at other possible career opportunities. In the second month, I might start applying for other jobs in those areas, or I might start looking at study options. If I want to go back and study, I might look at, you know, just so many different ways that I can do that. For me, it looked like, okay, I need to save up money so that I can, you know, be ready to quit my job when I end up moving somewhere else and taking, you know, having enough money to then be able to take time off of work. So everyone's goal can look different, but it is such an important practice to be having goals in your life, whether you have just one main goal right now that you want to work towards, or you like to have, you know, five to six goals under different areas of your life. Any version of having goals in your life is going to propel you forward rather than when you don't have any idea of what your goals are. That is often what contributes to feeling stuck and feeling lost because you have no idea where you want to go. So how can you expect yourself to feel in control or to feel like you're empowered if you have no idea of what you're looking forward to or you have nothing to look forward to, even if it is just an inkling of what you might want to do? It doesn't have to be the full picture. I still never really have a full picture of exactly what I want to do. And even if I do, I know that it is likely to change. I don't always have to be stuck towards one specific goal. Your goals can change whenever you want them to. But it is important to have something to look forward to and something to be kind of working towards. It doesn't mean you have to be in that hustle mindset or you have to put like that fire under your belly. It just means that you feel in control of your life. And I think so many people suffer from feeling a lack of control and feeling powerless to the outside world when in reality we have choice and we are allowed to navigate our lives on whatever pathway we want to go on. We don't have to stay on one pathway. We can veer off to the left, to the right, to whichever way we want to go. We might go around a roundabout and come back to where we were. We are allowed to be in control and feel empowered by our lives and our choices and having goals and being able to goal set is the perfect way to do that. So I'm going to talk you through my way of goal setting and this can look different for everyone. Like I mentioned before, you can have one goal that you're specifically focusing on. You could have a multitude of different goals. I like to split my goals into five different categories and kind of every month I'll have one goal pretty much that I'm working on for each of those. But some months my capacity might not be as large and I might think, okay, this month I just want to focus on my health and fitness or this month I just want to focus on my career or I just want to focus on my finances. But having at least written down what your goals are in each of these different areas, you will at least know where you want your life to go in these different areas. It doesn't mean you need to act on them this month. You're more than welcome to choose just one category that you want to focus on this month, or you're welcome to have one goal underneath each of these categories that you can begin working towards. Pretty much what I do to begin my monthly goal setting and This is a pretty quick practice. It really doesn't take long. The first thing that I do when it comes to setting my monthly goal is I reflect on last month's goals. And so if you haven't set your goals yet, you don't need to do this. If you set your goals back in January and you haven't reflected on on them yet, then these questions will be really helpful for you to use now to begin reflecting on how the past, you know, three, four months have gone for you. And you can then use these questions at the start or the end of every single month 
to kind of reflect on your month and how you've gone with your goals, what you might need to change or what you might need to adjust. So the first question is, where did I reach my goals? And so answering that and then asking yourself, what is the next natural step after this? So like I said before, with your, if you had a financial goal of, I want to make $10,000 in six months and you're three months in and you've made $5,000. Great. Okay. You've, have you reached that goal? Amazing. What is the next natural step after this? So for the next month, what do you want to set your goal to be? Are you going to save $1,000, $2,000? What do you feel the natural next step is for you? You might have reached three months into it and you might have only made $2,000 or you might have already hit your goal of $10,000. So what is the next natural step after that? Is it, okay, I'm going to set an even higher goal. I'm going to try and make, you know, $15,000 or is it that $10,000 isn't looking really feasible for me right now? I'm going to set it at $5,000. So where have you reached your goals and what is the next natural step after this or what is the next goal after this the second question is where did I not meet my goal and was there a particular reason why so like I said with the financial one if you have only saved two thousand dollars and you're halfway is there a particular reason why you found it difficult to meet your goal of five thousand dollars Is it because you spent too much money on clothes? Is it because you had a lot of events going on? Is it because you didn't end up making enough money to be able to save anything? You know, was there a particular reason why? And do we need to adjust your goal moving forward in order for it to be achievable and reasonable for you and your situation? So that is the second question. Where did I not meet my goal? And was there a particular reason why? If your goal was around fitness and you wanted to work out five times a week, but in the past month you've only worked out twice a week, is there a particular reason why? Is it because you used to never exercise at all and trying to make yourself exercise five times a week is just becoming very unreasonable? So was it unsustainable for you to have expected yourself to be working out consistently five times a week? Do we need to readjust that goal to two times a week or three times a week moving forward into the next month? And then the third question is, what am I proud of? And this is a really important question because we never celebrate our wins. We always brush over them. And so asking yourself the simple question of what am I proud of? Like, what have I done this month that I am proud of? I always include that question because we want to celebrate our wins. We have such an inherent negativity bias that every time we do reach a goal, we're often like, okay, let's wipe our hands and let's move on to the next goal. And we forget to actually celebrate that we achieved that goal. So what are you proud of? And then the fourth and final question is, what would I like to improve on moving into the next month? So very simple. It can be for any single goal. Is it that you want to continue to improve on your fitness? What does that look like? Does that look like instead of two times a week, I want to try work out three times a week? Is it that you want to improve on your spending? So you want to spend less money on takeout or clothes or whatever it is. What would you like to improve moving into the next month? So those are your four questions. I'll go over them one more time. Where did you reach your goal and what is the next natural step after this? Where did you not meet your goal and was there a particular reason why? What are you proud of and what would you like to improve on moving into the next month? 
So those four questions really set you up well for creating your goals moving into your new month. The second thing that I quickly do before I create my new goals is I reflect on my long-term goals. If you haven't set any long-term goals, I would do so now. And you can do it using the following categories that I'm about to tell you. But think about what are your long-term goals, whether it is, you know, my six-month example of making $10,000, whether it is, you know, you have a yearly goal, like in one year you want to save up an amount to go traveling or you want to save up your house deposit or you want to have a career change, you want to start a business, you want to do a marathon, you want to do whatever it is. Think about your long-term goals because they help you to create your shorter term monthly goals. If you are not sure what your long-term goal is, it doesn't have to be super, super clear, but the clearer that it is, the easier it's going to be for you to set your monthly goals. And if you don't have any long-term goals, you don't really have a purpose behind why you want to complete your monthly goals. So it makes it kind of less likely that you're going to put the effort in to achieve them. If you have that picture of what it is that you want longer term, if it is that holiday, if it is a new car, if it is a career change, like you have a reason why every single month you are doing things to achieve that goal. If you want to run a marathon, it's going to make it more likely that you're going to put in the effort to do your fitness goals every single month If you don't have a long-term goals, and it doesn't have to be a marathon, it could be you just want to be physically fit. You know, you want to be able to go for a 5k run without, you know, running out of breath. Having that bit more of a longer-term goal is going to enable you to have that purpose behind achieving your goals every single month. And it's going to help you wake up in the morning for that longer run, or it's going to make you not buy that clothing item because you want to save to go to Europe, whatever it is. So before we go into setting your monthly goals. We just want to have a quick reflect on your long-term goals. You might just have them written out somewhere very simply. You might have them on a vision board. You might quickly look through your Pinterest vision board. It might be on the back of your phone screen, whatever it is, just reflecting on your longer term goals. And then the last thing is actually setting your monthly goals. And for me, this splits into five different categories. The first is health and fitness. The second is career slash business. The third is finance, the fourth is relationships, and the fifth is mindset slash personal development. And those are the ones that I also set my longer term goals in as well. If I want to buy a house or something like that, I might have a financial goal of I need to save X amount of money by the end of the year. So when it comes to filling out these monthly goals, it honestly can be super, super simple. I'm not here to make anything hard for you. I honestly would write just between one to three goals for each section. So underneath your health and fitness, you might write just one goal. You might have three goals. To be completely honest, I think less is better. I think if you overwhelm yourself with too many goals, it's going to be a lot harder for you to work towards them because it's too hard to remember that many. Like, let's be real. If you can't remember what your goals are off the top of your head, it is going to be very unlikely that you're going to achieve them. I'm just going to be straight. If someone asks you what your goals are for the month, if you can't name them off the top of your head, they're not a priority to you. If you have to keep reminding yourself day after day after day what your goals are, they're not going to be that entrenched in you. The purpose is not there. It's not going to work. So the best thing that you can do is really 
bring it down to a space where when someone asks you, like if I'm going to ask you, what are your goals for this month? You can literally list them on your hand. You can say, yep, I want to work out twice a week. I want to meditate every day. I want to save a thousand dollars. I want to spend more time with my partner. I want to make sure I read one book for the month. You know, being able to just list them off and have them at the top of your mind because it's not going to be beneficial or helpful for you if every day you're going to forget to do this. You know, if every day you have to pull out some piece of paper that has all 15 of your goals on them that you need to complete this month, like it's doable if you really want to do that. But the best thing that you can do is set goals that are so ingrained in you, so at the top of your mind that it makes them easy to achieve. You don't forget about them. You remember them every day. Like I want to meditate every day. I want to work out twice this week. Like make it simple for yourself. You don't have to overwhelm yourself. You don't have to make it hard. If you want to focus on literally one thing, do it. Like I have had months where I have just been like, I want to work out twice this week. That is my entire focus for the month. If I have worked out twice a week, every week for this month, I have achieved my goals. That is the only goal I want to focus on because until I achieve that goal, I can't spread my mind across a million different things. So make them simple for yourself. Number one, health and fitness. Number two, career business. Number three, finance. Four, relationships. Five, mindset personal development. And so write your longer term goals using those five. And then every time you come to write your monthly goals, having a look at that list of what are the goals you have underneath those for your, you know, your year. What's the next natural step that you need to take to work towards achieving that longer term goal? That is the goal you want to set for the month. And it can be one sentence can be tiny. It can be, I just want to meditate three times a week. I want to meditate every day. I want to read a book or I want to save a thousand dollars this month. I will save a thousand dollars this month. And if you want to go even more into depth with it, if it's, I want to save a thousand dollars this month. Okay. How are you going to do that? Every paycheck I'm going to put aside $250 into a separate savings account. If it's working out twice a week, Okay, how are you going to do that? What does that what does working out look like to you? Is that I'm going to book in two classes every week of Pilates on a Tuesday and a Thursday. That's what it's going to look like. Or is it going to look like I I'm going to go walking or am I going to do hit classes? Am I going to do yoga classes at home? Like what does that commitment actually look like? The clearer an idea you can get on that and even writing it down, it can always change, but if you have a clear idea of what that's going to look like to begin with, it will make it so much easier for you to achieve that because there's less wiggle room for you to get out of it. <laughs> so even I want to spend more time with my partner. What does that look like? Is it I'm going to commit to one date night every week, every Friday for this month, we're going on a date night and you can even go, who's going to organize that date night? Is it me? Is it my partner? Are we going to do one on one off? So that is my method for achieving my goals and setting them. I reflect on my last month goals. I ask myself those four questions. I reflect on my long-term goals and then I set my new month goals. And it should be by the time you answer those four questions, you look at your long-term goals, it should be very clear what you want your goals to be for this new month. Shouldn't be anything surprising. It's pretty easy. And then by doing this every month, or if you want to do it every quarter, entirely up to you. If you, instead of setting monthly goals, you want to set quarterly goals, do it. Why not? 
Everyone is different. What works for me might not work for you. You might like quarterly goals. You might like monthly goals. You might like weekly goals. Whatever works for you. If you want to dive even deeper into goal setting and into my personal goal manifesting method and not even just how to set goals, but how to actually step forward and achieve them and achieve them as quickly as possible, you want to join my monthly mindset membership, Elevate You. It has an entire course within it that will run you through everything like goal setting, finding your passion, how to achieve your goals, manifestation, everything to do with that. And it has daily resources, it has a journaling library, has a meditation library, and a private community where you can ask me questions and you'll get personal feedback from me. So if you want to dive even deeper into goal setting and specifically how to achieve these goals that you've set and how to shift and transform your life into the life that you actually want to live, definitely check out the Mindset Membership. It is in the show notes. But that is today's episode. I hope that that has been really helpful for you guys. I love talking about goal setting. It really is such a great way to feel in control of your world and take your power back. So I encourage you to set some new goals for April. I also recently announced on my Instagram that I have a new segment coming to the podcast. I'm so excited about this. It's called Ask M and it's pretty much what it says it is. You can ask me any questions. The link to ask me a question is in the show notes, but pretty much if you submit a question or a scenario, it is completely anonymous, but you may be featured in an upcoming episode where I will answer your question personally and give you personalized coaching feedback. So it's pretty much like getting free one-to-one coaching from me. If you want to submit a question to potentially be answered in a future episode, remember it's completely anonymous the link to submit a question is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Elevate You podcast. If you loved what you heard, make sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes. Want more of this in your life? Follow me on socials at Elevated by M. I absolutely love connecting with you. So make sure to send me a DM or tag me in a screenshot of this episode. I'm so happy you're here and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode.